Listening to this podcast, you are a person who has an innate burning desire for freedom. You're in technology, you're in finance, you're in consulting, in real estate, in healthcare, in services. You have figured out how to make good money. Now you want to figure out how to buy yourself the freedom to do it when you want, at the pace you want. This is the show. This is the show for you. Building big things. My name is Sri Lata, and I'm a data scientist turned full-time multifamily investor. The last six years, I have relentlessly pursued passive income through apartments, and I'm almost at my target cash flow, and I want that for you. This is the show that's going to give you real-life strategies broken down step-by-step along with a side of inspiration to help you build that apartment portfolio that's going to generate a multi-six-figure income. This podcast is going to walk you through how to take your nest egg and turn it into a perpetual cash flow machine. Welcome to this episode of the Building Big Things podcast. Uh, last week we spoke about leverage and today we're going to be talking about equity versus cash flow. So this is a series of five topics where we're going under the hood of multifamily, really understanding the underlying reasons why multifamily work as an investment asset. Um, and, and today we're going to be talking about um, equity versus cash flow. So this is a topic that's again, an aha, it's a brilliant uh, piece of information that once you get it, the the key is, you know, the, the lock has been, it's unlocked and um, you get to, um, you know, you get to move forward with your actual real estate investing journey if you uh, truly understand this, this concept. So let's first define what equity is and then let's define what cash flow is. Um, equity especially sounds like something out of a, you know, like a financial magazine and people not necessarily fully understand what equity is. Um, so let's define it. Let's say you bought a property uh, a couple of years ago and uh, now it's gone up in value. Now equity is nothing but how much money would you get to keep if you sold that property today? That's all equity is. How much money would you get to keep in your pocket um, if you sold that property today, that includes your original down payment, because I assume you put some money down when you bought that property. So it includes your original down payment and the appreciation on the property. It includes both pieces and together that is called as your equity in the property. Okay. So equity does include your down payment plus the appreciation that the property has gone through over the years. Now let's talk about cash flow. Cash flow is much simpler, easier to understand. Cash flow is nothing but whatever is left after all expenses are paid. So in the real estate world, our uh, financials always start with income, right? So that's your rents and any other income in the property. You subtract out all the expenses on the property. Then you subtract your mortgage payment on the property. And then whatever is left over is your cash flow. 
Okay, whatever's left over after all in expenses are paid from income, whatever's left over, that's your cash flow. Now that we've explained those two, um, I want to touch on the relationship between these two. There is a relationship between equity and cash flow in the world of multifamily. There is no relationship between equity and cash flow in the single family world. And I'll give you an example to help understand that a little bit better. Let's say you have a rental property um, that is valued today at $100,000, okay? And that property is renting for $3,000 a month. Let's say a couple of months have gone by and your tenant leaves. Now you need to release this property and now you are able to get $5,000 a month. But the value of your property is still $100,000. So you just happen to get a better tenant, let's say, and, uh, you know, it's a family, they're willing to pay more money. Let's say you get $5,000 on the same house. The proper value of your property is tied to the market. Let's say the market's not gone up. Let's say, just as an example, your income has gone up, your cash flow has gone up, but the market has not gone up, the value of your property has not gone up, and therefore your equity is not, not necessarily gone up, right? Your cash flow has gone up, but your equity has stayed the same. In this example, of the single family house. So if your cash flow goes up, your equity does not go up in single family. It is not connected when that's what I mean when I say there is no relationship between cash flow and equity in the single family world. Now let's um, translate that to multifamily, right? In multifamily, there is a relationship between equity and cash flow. And the relationship is, is this equity is a multiple of cash flow. Equity is a multiple of cash flow. And so let's take an example again to illustrate this. Let's say you increase the income on your apartment by $1 in a year. In a whole year, you increase the in income on the property by $1. Now that's going to get multiplied by a multiple, right? Remember we said equity is a multiple of cash flow. So the $1 is going to get multiplied by a multiple of 20 here in the Bay Area. Right, the, every each area has its own multiple, and in the Bay Area, the multiple is twenty. One dollar gets multiplied by multiplied by twenty, and you have increased the value of your property by twenty dollars. Okay, your equity has gone up by twenty dollars. So one dollar in cash flow multiplied by the multiple of twenty, it gets you twenty dollars in equity increase in equity, uh, which means you can sell your property for twenty dollars higher. Now, one dollar doesn't seem like a lot. But what does this look like when you go into multiples of $1, right? So let's say you are able to increase uh, the value on your property by $100 a month, $100 a month in increased income. Now that's $1,200 a year. $1,200 multiplied by the same $20 multiple gives you $24,000 uh, in equity. And equity just means that if you sold that property after you increased uh, the the rent uh, rents by $100, then you're making $24,000. Now, let's say you have you were able to increase the rents by $100 and you had 10 of those units in your apartment. Let's say you had 10 units in your apartment. Now, that is $1,000 a month in increased rents. And, let's, and, in, and that $1,000 a month is $12,000 a year. And $12,000 a year multiplied by the $20, 20 multiple is going to get you $240,000 in equity. 
And that is where the magic happens. $240,000 in equity is no joke, right? You have now figured out how to increase the equity on your multifamily property by $240,000. The $12,000 in cash flow is good. It's great, right? If you focus on cash flow, $12,000 is not bad. But where the real money is made is in the multiple of that $12,000 times 20 to get you $240,000. That increase in equity, that relationship that allows you to increase the cash flow and directly then increase the equity is what is going to give you the, the um, speed at which you can get to um, uh, for, you know, to financial freedom or to increase your net worth much faster than if you did it any other way. So now there's this big debate about cash flow versus equity. And I'll tell you why there's a big debate, right? So some people come to real estate because they want the cash flow, right? So they want passive income. They want uh, that monthly check. And that's what they're gunning for. And that's what most people are gunning for when they come to real estate, right? So they look for how do I get that paycheck every month um, from real estate as opposed to from a job. And that's why the focus is heavily on cash flow. But once you actually get into real estate, what you recognize is, um, you know, your first property may not make enough money for you to quit your job. Just that's just how things usually are, right? So you're not buying a property big enough to replace your income in the first shot. So your first shot is probably a property that's generating some income. Maybe uh, if if it is. Um, uh, multifamily, it's maybe throwing out $500 to $1,000 a month. Uh, or if it is a larger multifamily, it's probably throwing out a couple of thousand dollars a month. It may not be enough for you to just quit your job on the first property. And so it's important as you get into real estate that you also recognize equity and what that's doing for you. Because equity is what will help build your um, portfolio to something bigger where uh, and, and generate more. Cash flow. And let's, um, so when I hear these questions like, you know, Shri, I don't, <clears throat> I don't really want cash flow right now. I'm working a job. I have income coming in. I just really want to grow my portfolio. I say, great. That's exactly what you should be doing. Because if you're focused on cash flow, you're going to be focused on how to take money out of your property. If you're focused on equity, you can be focused on growth of your portfolio in the initial stages. At some point, because of this connection between cash flow and equity, you're not ignoring cash flow. Your cash flow is actually growing. You're just focused on equity on your first few deals because when you focus on equity, it allows you to grow your portfolio. And because this relationship always exists between cash flow and equity, you are never stuck in a position where your cash flow is not good. You know what I'm saying? Your cash flow is always growing with your equity. So you're just focusing your uh, effort and energies on equity until you hit a, um, a, a, um, a critical point. So let's say you want to get to $100,000 in cash flow. A lot of people want that, right? Because that's kind of the benchmark of uh, you know, replacing somebody's high salary or, you know, or, or a significant, a good enough chunk of income for a family. So hundred thousand has become over the last, like, you know, 10 years, 10, 20 years become the standard for um, how much money most families need to, to live comfortably. And you can question that totally. You can totally question that. But for this example, let's say you want to hit a hundred thousand dollars in cash flow. Um, 
what I have found over the years is that it takes at least um, say $600,000 to $700,000 in equity to get to $100,000 in cash flow. Okay. And um, what that means is you have to build up to that six hundred dollars to $700,000 to get to that $100,000 in cash flow. And you, you, you probably don't have initially $600,000 or $700,000 to start. I didn't have $600,000 sitting in my bank account to start investing in real estate. So if you do, great, go buy an apartment that generates $100,000 in income and you're set, right? If that's what you want, you're going to get that with the $600,000, $700,000 equity or down payment, right? You go do that, you're, that, that's it, chapter close. But if you are, you know, you have some kind of nest egg, say $100,000, $200,000 ready to invest, what you really need to do is build up to that $600,000, right? And in order to do that, you need your equity to grow. You want that multiple, right? You don't want the $1 in cash in your pocket. You want that $20 in the sale price of your property. You don't want $12,000 in cash flow. What you really want is the $240,000 in equity that you gained from that cash flow. And so that is what I really want to establish in this episode is to understand that cash flow and equity are connected. And in, in the initial stages of your a real estate investing journey, you don't want to focus on cash flow, right? You want to focus on cash flow just enough so you can get that equity bump that you require. And once you get the equity, you want to roll over that equity over and over again until you hit the $600,000 mark. And once you do hit the $600,000 mark, uh, you make you you will hit a hundred thousand or more in cash flow automatically because of the connection that. Um, equity is a multiple of cash flow in apartments. It's not the case in single family. And that's one very strong case for multifamily. Back in the day when, you know, real estate investing was not as competitive and it was, um, it was done differently. And so I want to illustrate why there is, um, why I'm asking that you keep your eye on equity Keep your focus on equity with an eye on cash flow instead of focus on cash flow. Keep your eye on equity. Um, the reason why I say that is because in the if for for the buy and hold investor, for the investor who just wants to buy and hold forever, um, the the math looks very different from uh, someone who wants to grow their portfolio quickly and then buy uh, and then hold for a long period of time. So as some of you know, I'm a proponent of the flip flip burr. So I do recommend uh, flipping twice uh, on apartments before you hold forever. Um, and the, and this uh, gets to the crux of that. Um, so here's an example to illustrate that. So if you had a rental property where you want to put in a washer and dryer inside the unit, the cost of putting a washer dryer inside the unit is say $1,500. If you're a buy and hold investor, your math would look like this. You would say, it's going to cost me $1,500 to put this uh, washer dryer in there. And I'm only going to get $100 extra a month. So it's going to take me 15 months to recover the cost of installing this washer and dryer. After 15 months, I'm going to um, uh, start making an extra $100 in cash flow per month. Okay, so it's going to take the buy and hold investor 15 months to recover the cost of 
the washer dryer, and after which he makes an extra hundred dollars a month. The way that someone focus on equity looks at it is like the math looks different.、Um, the math looks like you take the extra hundred dollars a month in rent, so you, it's going to cost you the same fifteen hundred dollars to install the washer dryer in the unit. But the math looks different. So how you would look at it is you get an extra hundred dollars a month, extra twelve hundred dollars a year, multiplied by the twenty dollar multiplier, that gets you to twenty four thousand dollars in equity. So your math is now has has been made very easy for you, right? So you don't have to debate. Do I want to pay the fifteen hundred dollars? You know for sure. If I put in the fifteen hundred dollars, you get an instant bump of twenty four thousand dollars in equity when you're done with that project. So that is the the difference between how the math. Looks like for someone who keeps their focus on equity with an eye on cash flow, as opposed to someone who's only looking at cash flow and not looking at equity, and that is what I want. And this is a very, very common mistake, and it is very, very common among、um, old school real estate investors. And、uh, the new school of thought is always how do you how do I unlock that equity fast enough so that I can either refinance and take my money out. Or can I sell and take my money out、uh, and reinvest those proceeds so I can grow my portfolio faster? I hope you got some ahas from this episode. I enjoyed bringing this episode to you and kind of going under the hood of multifamily, which is the whole point of our five-episode series that we're doing here. Look forward to talking to you again next week and happy investing. <laughs>